the ASCOL Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton. So my name is Pepe Diasio. I'm head teacher of Wales High School in Rotherham, and I'm also also ASCOL Vice President. Now, were you going to talk about one book, Pepe? And just before we get to that, how much is reading part of your life? Is it something you came late to? You do just when you got time, or is it a kind of obsessive thing you always make time for? Uh, I think it's something uh, in terms of reading for pleasure that I came late to. I think with my work, I, re- I read regularly and I tend to have focused on reading uh, blogs and Twitter in the last uh, four or five years of my leadership role and then focus on reading for pleasure at weekends and holiday times. And, and the big change for me, Jeff, really was uh, the world of audiobooks and having the chance to listen to books rather than hold a book in front of me. And that, that really has been a game changer for me in the last two to three years, definitely. Yes, it's interesting people say that. And so you would do that when you're driving, would you? Absolutely. So a lot of my work at the moment involves me travelling quite a bit. And what I've found is that I, I, I get a chance to switch off or get a chance to, to think about things. And some of the books that, that I choose to read at the moment, uh, they tend to fall into two categories. So there's the, there's a sort of reading for pleasure. So one of the books I'm reading at the moment is The 30, Thursday Murder Club, which is a bit of fun, really. Yeah. Uh, and uh, at a weekend, so I might be out walking and I'll, I'll just want to switch off and and and. Uh, just just listen to something that's just a bit of fun and then on, on other occasions I'll do something that's perhaps more work orientated and perhaps leadership orientated and, and I'll read a lot of uh, of work connected to leadership so I'm, I'm very into some of the work that Matthew Syed's done I think he's done some brilliant books uh, but but the book I wanted to talk about today Lem say and my name is why is just was just one of those books that you read that is just completely transformational and did did you kind of stumble across this book as I did because Lem Sisse came and spoke at our conference last year and so suddenly we were alerted to someone perhaps we hadn't noticed particularly before? Absolutely. I have to say this is down to you. Uh, you you introduced Lem to us just before he came to conference and and, and described his background and, and, and how he had uh, perhaps come to be the person that he is. And I thought, oh, he's coming to conference. I'll read his book. It's actually yeah. a really lovely, easy read in terms of the time that it takes. Yeah. However... It's the story that he tells and his journey, and it's a memoir more than anything, really, uh, is just absolutely incredible. And to, to think that it can happen in what we consider to be a modern day forward thinking society is just incredible, really. So for those people who don't know his story, know the book, give, give people a flavour of what, what his story is. So, so Lem arrived, well, Lem's mother arrived uh, in this country from Ethiopia in 1966 to, to study. And at that time she was pregnant. And so Lem was born... Uh, in this country to a single parent and, and at the time it was decided by uh, a social worker then uh, Norman Goldthorpe that that he should be taken off her and found foster parents in Lancashire so Lem grew up in care he changed Lem's name uh, and, and changed him to to be very uh, anglophile as it were and was brought up by uh, a strong family in Lancashire for, for many years but then then became what we would call a looked after child for many years as part of of, of the uh, looked after and virtual school system across Wigan social services and across the, the borough of Lancashire over many years and the story is of his time in care in children's homes and how he was treated over that time. And it's just it's just absolutely uh, heart-wrenching to hear some of the things that happened during this period. You, you wouldn't believe they could happen in this country. So you've got this black child who's suddenly in uh, a family who are white, it's got strong values, as you say. And actually, the, the first part is pretty harmonious, isn't it, of, of his life? 
Yeah, uh, I, I think that Lem saw himself as a member of this family and and yes. and clearly grew up think, feeling part part of a family, perhaps a traditional family as we might see it, and he yeah. felt almost uh, as though that that was the way his life was going to be. But what happened uh, probably in his teenage years, I think from about the age of 12 onwards, was that he, he was then uh, traumatised and moved into a number, I think it was over four children's homes, with no surrogate family, no birth family, and just being part of, uh, of a care system in which he was moved from pillar to post. Yeah, it, it's, it shines an incredible spotlight on the, I don't know, uh, racial attitudes of the time. I think we're, we're talking about through the 70s chiefly, aren't we, here? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, one one of the the I feel like I, I shouldn't give the, the whole plot away as it were. It is a plot, <laughs> yeah. uh, but what one of the the heartwarming parts of it that he does actually eventually uh, get the paperwork to find out uh, what his real name is, where where his mother is, and he's reunited with his family. And the BBC have taken on this and and done a number of documentaries and, and followed his family back to Ethiopia, and he's been brought back in touch with. His his birth family, and it's just it's actually incredible to see that this could have happened in the time that it has. And, and I guess what's so great about Lem is that he he's he's not seen this as something that has held him back. If anything, he's he's become an an absolute uh, champion of people in care, and and you know, and more recently has been the official poet for the London Olympics. Is is obviously now uh, vice chancellor of Manchester University, um, and and. Uh, absolutely brilliantly been awarded the MBE and perhaps been been taken to the hearts of this country and, and in many respects a symbol for what what we should be rather than what has been absolutely right that's exactly how it feels and if people haven't got the book to hand or, or can't wait have a listen to the desert island discs that he did about 18 months ago I think uh, in which he tells this story so if we, just last point about it Pepe I, mean, I think one of the things is so interesting is it becomes in a way almost like a detective story insofar as he starts piecing together the bits of evidence and, and they, they simply take some of those documents, don't they, and they are put onto the page so you can see what social workers were writing about him. So you get this incredible journey from childhood through to, as you say, where he's got to now. He's looking back over his life, but without any sense of bitterness at all. It's, quite, it's such a generous, spirited book, I think. I think one of the reasons that, that I wanted to, to take the opportunity to talk to you about it is because I actually think this this should be statutory reading for all ITT students uh, in uh, those that are coming into our profession because it gives you an understanding of what it can be like to be a looked after child and how and how it how it can feel to be a looked after child in a community in a school that you're going to work in and and I think it helps you understand how to better treat those people. I'm, I'm always reminded of uh, of Nelson Mandela's quote about how a nation should not be judged by how it treats its highest citizens, but by its lowest ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I would input the word school there. And I think you can judge a school by how it's how it treats its looked after children and how it treats its most needy and vulnerable children. And and when you read uh, the journey and, and the life story of Lem, you just think you just hope you, that cannot continue to happen in this country. I'm sure it it is still happening in various places. Pepe, fantastic account of an incredibly inspiring book. Thanks for talking to us about it. ASCL. Askel.